I'd never killed anyone before, but that was about to change. I stepped out from my hiding place and walked towards the man in the chair. The warehouse was dark, aside from a thin shaft of moonlight spilling through a skylight where the glass had shattered long ago. Snow tumbled in through the hole, the man positioned just under it. It might have looked like a scene from a music video, were it not for the blood oozing from a deep wound on the back of my captive's head. The bound man looked up when he heard my echoing footsteps, but only saw me when I was close, judging by the way he flinched. Long black robes concealed my body, and a rubber grinch mask obscured my face. Please, the man started. But I cut off his words with a sudden shove, tipping the chair backwards onto the hard concrete floor. I was on him then, the weight of my body penning him down, my hands tightening around his neck. The man tried to fight back, but his hands and feet were secured tight. Still, he tried to buck his hips and pull away. I felt his pulse quicken beneath my fingertips as the realisation of what was happening spread through his body. He couldn't do anything to prevent his fate. He kept thrashing, though his movements became less frantic as he slipped out of consciousness. But I didn't let go. I'd researched strangulation and knew it took a lot longer than it seemed. Unconsciousness was simply the body's self-preservation state, like playing dead. Well, I'd not come here to play. With one hand still around the man's throat, I used the other to pull a knife from my robe. For a moment, I marvelled at the simplicity of it, at the damage this sharpened piece of metal could impart. And then, casting all thought aside, I thrust it into the man's stomach. The skin gave way more easily than I was expecting, and I found my gloved hand immediately soaked in blood. I pulled the knife out and pushed it in a couple more times, adjusting the pressure. An old joke sprang into my head. How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice. Afterwards, once I'd lifted the body into the boot of the car and deposited my own blood-smeared clothes and mask into the river, I reflected on my experiment. If forced to choose between strangulation and stabbing, I'd favour the knife. In many ways, it was a statement. There's nothing ambiguous about a stab wound. I knew I should probably get rid of the weapon, but I was growing fond of it. I couldn't just toss it away like a piece of rubbish. As I cruised down the winding snow-lined A-roads and onto the motorway, listening to the Ronettes sing about mummy kissing Santa Claus, I couldn't help but feel elated. The first one had been easy, and I'd already started thinking about who would be next. Of course, I don't want to lose sight of my first victim. The first would always hold a special place in my heart. I picked him specially as it would no doubt make headlines around the country. I allowed myself a little chuckle at the thought of the broken, punctured body in the boot and the chain of events I'd just started. My plan was now in motion. The next week was going to be a lot of fun.